0: Hi I'm Craig and I'm Linda
1: and this is the Indie Travel Podcast at IndieTravelPodcast.com
0: This week it's episode 164 and we're talking about career breaks with Meet Plan Go director Sherry Ott.
1: We are currently uh, couch surfing in Trondheim in Norway and we've had a great week in Scandinavia uh, mainly been spending time with uh, old friends um, some of whom we've met on the road while we were traveling and um, also yeah just couch surfing around the place.
0: Yeah well, it was amazing last week we spent the entire week in Sweden. I don't think that's happened for a while, having just, you know, one week in one country. So we're very excited about
1: that. <laughs> yeah, that's slow travel, yeah, people. Yeah, man,
0: yeah, slow. <laughs> I mean, the fact that we were in three different cities doesn't matter at all. So now we're in Trondheim and we're heading down to Oslo tonight. We're taking the overnight train. Norway's been a bit difficult for us in terms of finding accommodation, but... Uh Hopefully we'll be okay from now on.
1: (laughs) Yeah, when we arrived here in Trondheim, we found out there was a massive festival on, um, like a fishing conference, and it's also the beginning of the university season. So um, all of the accommodation was booked out unless we had about... 200 250 us dollars a night was kind of the starting rate for accommodation and
0: even that was pretty full
1: yeah so we uh grabbed somebody's number off the emergency couch surfing group for Trondheim and um had a very comfortable night on someone's couch
0: yeah it was awesome so thanks for that (laughs) (laughs) so now tonight we're going down to oslo tomorrow um we'll be there and then we're flying to valencia in spain we didn't know when we booked our flights that, uh, we're going to be there for La Tomatina, which is, you know, the biggest festival in all of Valencia. But, uh, yeah, we, we think we'll probably stay for that and enjoy the tomato throwing.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, the world's biggest tomato fight, so it's going to be great fun. I'm just <laughs> trying to figure out how I can tomato proof the video camera, thinking plastic bag, a little bit of sellotape, and, uh, we'll see how we go with that yeah but um yeah it's gonna be fun there it seems like there's going to be a lot of other travel bloggers there but once again we're struggling to find uh budget accommodation because everything's been booked out months in advance and because we don't plan <laughs> uh, we're kind of stuck yes does anyone have fun. a place we
0: can stay yet <laughs>
1: If you do want to meet up in uh, either Valencia or Barcelona in the next week, uh, Vienna the week after that, or Udine, Italy, the week after that, uh, (laughs) we're going to be around. So, um, yeah, Valencia, Barcelona, Vienna, Udine. Um, That's our plans for the next two weeks. And after that, we're going to be back in the UK. So we are flying into Leeds. Then we'll be up in Edinburgh and Glasgow not too much. Time, not too sure how much time we'll have up there. Then we drop down to London just for a day or two, and uh, then we fly out to Kuala Lumpur. So, um, if you want to meet us, you have our email address: mail at indytravelpodcast dot com. We'll be around.
0: Yeah, we'd be keen to meet up. If you're new to Indy Travel Podcast, you might not know the ways you can support us, and we would really like it if you would support us because, you know, this is our job. We travel around and uh, make this on the way. So. We'd quite like it if you could do it. One or two things for us. You can uh, leave a five-star review on the iTunes store, which is IndieTravelPodcast.com forward slash iTunes.
1: Yeah, and if you're shopping online, you can visit IndieTravelPodcast.com forward slash Amazon, forward slash Hostels, forward slash Flights, and forward slash uh, Insurance. And buy those things through our recommended partners, and we pick up a commission which keeps us fed.
0: Yeah, which we like. And you can also download a free audiobook of your choice from Audible by visiting indietravelpodcast.com forward slash audible.
1: Or forward slash audiobook if you don't know how to spell that.
0: Or oh. if you want to do the other one, you, you have the choice. Yeah. Options, that's what we're doing, options. So let's move on to the interview. When we were in Utrecht, the Netherlands, a few weeks ago, we met up with our good friend Sherry Ott. Sherry's recently written a piece on the travel lessons of Eat, Pray, Love for us, so that's on site at the moment. And uh, while we are in Utrecht, we were talking with Sherry about her passion, career breaks, and also the big project she's organising with her partners called Meet Plan Go. Meet Plan Go is a gathering for people interested in career breaks and long-term travel, and it's being hosted in several spots all across the USA and Canada.
1: So I talked with Sherry about taking a a break from work and how it's not the career killer that many people imagine. So let's get into the interview. Well, I'm sitting in a uh, town square in the middle of Utrecht in the Netherlands with uh, Sherry Ott from briefcasetobackpack.com and meetplango uh, yes. and ottsworld.com. <laughs> oh I my know, goodness. <laughs> um, Sherry, welcome.
2: Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much.
1: It's just started raining. So uh, luckily we're, we're <laughs> sipping our coffees under these nice big umbrellas outside. But um, we we'll are how the sound sound quality goes on this. <laughs> but um, tell us a little bit about uh, Meet Plan Go and, and what you guys are doing.
2: Meet Plan Go is... Well, it actually is a way to kind of promote the idea of career breaks and extended travel in for Americans. Obviously, it can apply to any nationality. But we are really trying to bring it the concept to America, much like what we do with Briefcase to Backpack. But Meet Plan Go is different from Briefcase to Backpack because what we're trying to do is actually have people meet in person so you can kind of consider it a in-person meetup of travelers and people who want to do career breaks and want to do extended travel instead of simply sitting and reading about it on various blogs mine yours whoever uh, it's a way for people that really kind of come and meet in person expert travelers expert career breakers learn about how they did it uh, start to build that network and you know, hopefully kind of get the inspiration then and the courage to start to take, to take the steps to do it yourself. Mm. So. Well, tell us a little bit about
1: your story because you're not the typical um, kind of high school student who started traveling and kept traveling, are you?
2: <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> um, no, actually I'm coming up very close on my 10 year anniversary of traveling, of international travel actually. It was back in August of Um, I guess it was 2000, uh, where I first, the first time I ever got a passport and took off, and I went to Turkey, and um, ever since then, it's been this kind of, you know, I caught the bug, and I've been traveling now to 30-some countries, 34 countries, but I really kind of amped that up four years ago when I quit my job to take a career, it was supposed to just be a year career break, (laughs) um... But I took a career break and I I traveled around the world to like 23 countries, I believe. And uh, I came back and decided I wasn't ready to go back to work. So I have continued this and taken up some other projects uh, and continued traveling. So I'm a new traveler still. I consider myself a new traveler <laughs>
1: <laughs> a new traveler after four years living on the road yeah that, that, that sounds right
2: <laughs> well that's true but it's probably also why I don't know any other languages either I mean I just you know I was a late late start um, it wasn't part of my my upbringing at all we traveled around the US of course but
1: yeah. And you came from the the corporate world of, yeah. of more than nine to fives and oh. decided to pack it in.
2: Yes, it was fourteen years of working in corporate America in various jobs. I had moved all over the United States to take to continue moving up, basically, in my career and take on different roles and. Finally, I think you know I moved to New York and it just kind of did me in. Finally, that was my final straw. And I love New York, but it just—it's a very intense place to work. And you know, and I decided I didn't want to climb the ladder anymore, basically.
1: Sweet. And now you're helping other people um, kind of get out of that lifestyle and start enjoying their life while they're they're still healthy they and alive. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Kind of like a mini retirement in a way. But it's really important, I think, for people to understand that just because you take a career break. They don't all have to do what I did. I'm not a real great example. But we do have a lot of good examples who are involved in Me Plan Go of people that took their break for anywhere from three months, six months, one year, um, and then came back and have successfully marketed themselves again and found jobs, some in better roles, some in different roles. Um, you know, I think it's important for people to understand that just because you take a, a certain amount of time off that... Uh, you know, it's not going to ruin your career. Hmm. So that's that's the real message we're trying to get to people, I think, because that's the hurdle in America is well, there's a lot of hurdles, but that's the biggest one is people, you know, are so tied into their career and they think that any gap in your resume is going to look very poorly. So that's the big thing, and by hopefully by having these meet plan go events, that you know people will be able to see and meet people in person who have done it and successfully you know, came back, found a job, and moved on. I mean, and they were better because of their international experiences or their volunteer experiences or whatever it is that they chose to do on their break.
1: Okay, well, let's talk a little bit more about this concept of, of career breaks and what it means, because it's something that, like, coming from New Zealand, the OE is <laughs> is so normal, overseas experience. Mm-hmm. If you're 25 and looking for a job and you don't have a 6 months or one-year break in your CV with overseas experience um you kind of people wonder why you're working so hard or what your international (laughs) experience is what you know what Mm -hmm. idea you have of the world because you haven't been drunk in Mm -hmm. most of the world's capital cities um (laughs) (laughs) that's that's part of growing up in new zealand but i know it's not the same for people in the states
2: no not at all um you know there are certainly there are some people who graduate from college and take your kind of traditional gap year and that is that seems to even maybe be growing a little bit in the U.S. which is nice to see but the majority of people haven't because we've all been used to you know you go to college you pay for your school now you got to start paying your student loans and you've got to get into a good job and and start that career so it's this whole kind of social um, expectations that you're fulfilling but the one thing I mean for a career break one of the things that's I always talk about what makes a career break different than a gap year. And a career break means that you actually have a career that you are taking a break from, that you are leaving. So, you know, that that generally puts our... Our age range, somewhere in the age range of probably mm, 27, 26 to I would say anywhere in that kind of 45 age range. Mm -hmm. Um, People who have been working and are either burnt out, need a break, whatever that may be. Because we, you know, in America we only get two weeks of vacation when you first start out. So it's really hard to go experience the world if you have two weeks of vacation Sure. (laughs) so you know this is your chance to do it the problem is with a career break though too that makes it a little bit more difficult than a gap year I think in some ways is uh, you've Often, if you have this career, you've got those things you have to leave, but you also have these hurdles of family, home. Because most of, at this point, you've probably established more of a home. You might ha- you may own your home. You may you know have this apartment. You've got furniture. You've got pets. Sometimes you've got sometimes you have kids. Um, so you're just that much more entrenched into your life at that point. So it does make it that much more harder to to become unentrenched. Un- I don't know if that's a word. But and get out and see the world uh, then there's also the question of budget now budget sometimes isn't as hard because one thing I say about career breakers is that normally since you're older and you've been working you you have a decent salary and you've probably been saving money it's much easier to save money I think when you have a you know when you've been working than coming right out of college obviously so one nice thing about career break travel is you can Probably have a little bit larger budget than uh, Gap years, so sometimes you can treat yourself. Um, so those things are really nice, but still budget is also a huge concern. Like how do people save and so on, and that's just you know like anything, it's you know really taking a good look at your lifestyle down to the detail and start to figure out where you can start to cut things out, mm-hmm. and and it often helps to kind of equate those things that you're cutting out to the value of something that you could get on the road. So you, uh, we talk about you uh, buy a Starbucks latte every day, which is like four US dollars or something like that now, and for U.S. dollars, you could, you know, probably, well, you could stay at a tea house in Nepal for four U.S. dollars for a night. Um, so, you know, you start to kind of put it in the terms of what you want to be doing, and that kind of helps hopefully propel you to save the money that you need to.
1: Sure. And I guess if you have your own house, there's options to do house swaps, so you've got mm-hmm. free accommodation, or you can mm-hmm. rent it out to keep that mortgage payment under yes. control. And Certainly,
2: yeah. um, sub, I mean, I sublet my apartment when I went, and I sublet it furnished, so I I didn't even really have to give up any of my stuff initially when I when I went on my career break. So you have those options, and I think with things like the Internet sites like Craigslist and all these different sites now, it makes it that much easier to actually sublet places or to house swap or whatever that may be. I mean, it can run the gamut. Some people actually sell their homes and get rid of everything, uh, and some people simply yeah sublet it, or uh, even these... Like these new um, websites, I want to say not Air 2 b but like HomeAway.com, I think it is, uh, they, you know, there are ways that you can kind of get listed with them and rent out your home the whole time and they kind of help manage that. So there are ways to, to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not insurmountable. When it comes to pets, you know, you have to start asking around who can take care of them. And generally, you're going to find someone and I know it's hard like to leave a pet or something, but you do get over it. Um, Leave them with a good place and it's not that bad. Um,
1: Okay, so so talk to me a bit about um, how you might approach your boss. If you've got this idea, you've, you've looked at the reality of, you know, of doing it, you've run your numbers and you want to kind of give notice or and hopefully in such a way that you're not burning bridges and you can come back in a year or two.
2: Yeah well and I think the first thing you have to really decide is you know why are you taking this career break? Um, Are you doing it because you actually want to switch careers and this is a good time to do that? I mean you have to decide do I want to leave this job that I'm in and not come back to it? Or do I really, really like it, and I just need a break from it? And, you know, obviously, that's the first decision to make. If you want to come back to it, then you're right. You can't burn your bridges. Um, And then, you know, it's a matter of really kind of, I think, doing your research. Um, Research, you know, the value of, of what your career break can be to the company and put it in terms like business terms that the company will understand and see, oh, okay, well, by... You going off and um, traveling through India, uh, there are ways that, you you know, there are things you're going to learn about that culture. And, like, for instance, I used to work in IT and I used to work with a lot of outsourcing companies from India. Once I traveled in India, immediately for me, it was like, oh, well, now I better understand this culture and how to interact. And, you know, things were clear to me then. Um, So you can even, like, as you plan out your career break, you can try to think about some of those things, like, little things that you can do to to help kind Mm -hmm. of further your your kind of toolbox that you can then bring back to your job um, so things like that uh, also obviously volunteer work and things like that you can you can use to kind of pump up the experience mm-hmm. but really think about what you can bring back to the company after your career break so you try to sell that
1: yeah sure it's often these these things that make you stand out on a on a CV everyone's mm-hmm. got similar qualifications mm-hmm. everyone going for your job will have a similar amount of experience mm-hmm. but you know if you've been bungee jumping 10 times in 10 weeks, then that's that's <laughs> going to keep people interested. Yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, if, um, if you want to... The other thing you can also do, I would say, is go and start to, you know, read your company information, know your benefits, understand what all the benefits are, what the leave of absence policies are, those kinds of things. So, you know, first educate yourself, then go to your boss or to your HR manager. And sometimes it's good also to simply like go talk to HR and figure out what options are and make sure you understand everything. So, you know, I think it's really like anything. If you want to go back to that job, you have to really kind of think about how you're going to sell it and how you're really going to partner, you know, Mm. how they can be a part of it, basically. Uh, And you never know what happens. Um, If you're going to leave your job, you still need to do that without burning bridges normally. Uh, I knew I was going to leave my job, so I was just going in to quit. Um, I tried to do it in such a way (laughs) that it didn't burn bridges. But uh, still, even then, you want to think about what is it that you want to do on your trip that can bring value when you come back, and how are you going to sell those experiences. So it does take forethought. It's not just you know, sometimes chucking everything and you know, pulling <laughs> yeah, going off and <laughs> I don't know, yeah. backpacking around for a while without a lot of thought. But, you know, it doesn't have to be hard either. So
1: Yeah, I think like thinking about this career break concept and what you're doing with Meet Playing Go, it's there's a lot of people that are afraid of their career, but you're actually coming back with some serious negotiating mm-hmm. tools. You're mm-hmm. coming back and asking for a raise after backpacking around for six months. Because um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. you may have learned a language. You've got mm-hmm. international experience. Um, you have a much bigger idea of the world and you can apply that to your your problem solving. So I think that's what you're doing Absolutely. a really good job of of communicating and, and trying to break into the American culture of, you know, yeah. it's... Work, work for 60 years and then die. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and it's really about... So much of it is your mindset and your confidence going into it, too. Um, You know, if you think of a career break as something, as as a positive thing, you know, you'll start to think of all the the stuff you're doing in those terms. If you start to be worried about it, you know, like, oh, my gosh, you know, if you start getting pressure from your family or something like, oh, that's a gap in your resume, what are you going to tell future employers, whatever, if you start worrying about those things, then you're not going to come off nearly as confident. You're not going to be able to sell the experiences. For me personally... I've been out of the regular workforce, the corporate workforce now, for four years. I have no doubt that if I really wanted to get back into it, I could, because I've increased my skill sets in so many different ways, even from an IT perspective, simply by running websites, my my own websites. I feel like I know more now about social marketing and networking and, and running websites than I ever did when I was working as an executive in an IT organization. So... you know there are lots of things you just have to be confident about it to sell your experiences
1: Mm, cool well let's
2: talk specifically about
1: meet plan go there are events happening over a lot of the states coming up
2: yeah um yeah well we're going to be in 13 cities um actually it's the u.s. and we have a toronto location (laughs) so north americans unite um So 13 cities, most of the big ones, we tried to get it spread out a little bit. And how we really picked those cities were more based on the expertise in the area. So did we have good expertise in career breaks in that city? And if we did, then we approached the people to host the event. So what you'll find is in each of the 13 cities, the hosts are you know, either veteran or expert career breakers, extended travelers. Um, Many of them have taken a break and gone back to their jobs, maybe a different job, but their jobs. Some have taken a break and are kind of doing what I'm doing and kind of working in this whole travel industry yet, but they're still very expert at long-term travel. Um, And then the great thing is it's not only those hosts, but... The hosts have then also organized kind of the experts in the area some discussion you know they're putting people on panels basically for the events Um, and so you'll not only meet maybe expert career breakers but you'll meet other like travel writers or uh some people are putting like financial planners on their panels so you can start talking about questions about budgeting and stuff like that uh we have some people working with real estate agents to talk about what do you do with your home and those kind of things so um, it's a variety, and the one thing to note is that each event will be slightly different. Uh, they all are happening on the same day, the same night, September 14th, and, uh, but each one will have their own flavor of what that host did, but the common thread will be career break travel. And it's, you know, to start to really kind of get you thinking about it, to start to give you the resources that you need to, to start to plan and, and hopefully you know, take your career break. Uh, so it may be just introducing you to people in your area that you can continue to interact with. It may be providing you a lot of information from local businesses like financial planners or wherever. Um, uh, we have a photography studio in New York that's helping us. And so, you know, you want to take photography lessons before you go on your trip. Great. You know, here's a place where you can do it. So, uh, you know, it could be just introducing you to businesses in the area that will help you prepare, uh, or it could be introducing you to various websites that you can continue to use. Hmm. So, sounds very
1: exciting. So we'll uh, we'll list those on IndieTravelPodcast.com Great. and tell us about the kind of the the main site and where can people get more information.
2: Ah. Um, we have a site called uh, www.meetplango.com. Uh, and that's where all of our information is. You can see the 13 locations on there, and you can see who's hosting each location and what their background is. More importantly, you can register. You do have to register for the events because we have limited space in the venues. Um, However, the event is completely free. So uh, one other thing to note is not only is it completely free and you can come meet great travel people and learn more, uh, but we also have some great sponsors for the whole event. So there'll be a number of giveaways locally at each event, books and various resources, etc. cetera. But on a national level across all of the, um, all of the events, we'll be giving away – Gap Adventures is giving away a trip to Peru – uh, GeoVisions, which is a volunteer organization that Briefcase to Backpack partners with, is are giving away two volunteer vacations a month long in France and two weeks in Cambodia. And Hosteling International just came on board and they're doing a weekend in either New York or LA accommodations and some other tour package stuff. So, And we're getting more. So we're actually announcing more every week, it seems like. So there's some really good opportunities to get that kind of kickstart on your planning.
1: Wow, that's crowds. great. So all the events are free and you get goodies yes, why wouldn't you come <laughs> very nice well sherry thanks for coming on uh, the indie travel podcast again today and uh talking about meet plan go it's um it's
0: been fun and best of luck
2: thank you very much and it stopped raining so now we're good yeah let's let's go see utrecht yes.
0: <laughs> well we want to say thanks again to sherry for meeting up with us in utrecht and for wandering around with us to explore and having a few beers with us
1: yeah and for doing the interview
0: Yes, and for doing the interview.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great to have you on the show again, Sherry.
0: Yeah, it's always good. Sherry's written a lot for us. She's also produced a city guide to Ho Chi Minh City, which you might better know as Saigon in Vietnam. And um, yeah, we're heading there in a few weeks, so we've been revising from the notes. Yeah, swatting up, swatting up. Uh, you can find Sherry
1: at com. that's her personal blog, at briefcase com, and also at meetplango.com, which is... Uh, this big event that's coming up soon for all you North Americans.
0: Yeah, you should definitely go. Well, we're off to enjoy our last few days in Norway. So until next week, travel well.